Shalom, Brachur, Optimus, Sechis, Baba Kama, Dafpei, Chestres, Daftis, Kosis. Someone who gives a, a girl a patia, does the money go to the father, the daughter, where it's unrecognizable? We discuss whether Avodim count as Ochiv. Can an Eved be an aid? Why is that any different than a Ger being an aid? And then we have a case. Of a mother who left Nechassim for her son and then she died. The question is, does the son get it or the father get it? We'll try to bring a raya. We'll begin with Rish Lakish, who says that the Torah only gives the father the financial compensation for the daughter's value on the Shidduch market. Yerichanan says, no, even an unseen wound of Petziah. Even that value goes to the father. The Gemara says, why would the father get the Batsiya money? Even Rebbe Lozer only said that he... Rebbe Lozer's whole Shiloh was whether the father gets Chavala, an actual wound money, because she's worth less. But a Batsiya doesn't lower her value. Shidduch-wise, Rebbe Yossi Hanina says, we have to be talking about a Batsiya Davka that was on her face, which does leave a mark which does affect the father's area and his daughter as far as marrying her off. Moving on, we discuss Avodim. Rabbi Huda Namishna says that Avodim don't have boishas. But for everything else, you'll be chayev to the master, to the master of this Eved Kanani. Why does Rabbi say that an Eved doesn't count for boishas? Because the Pesach says, Ki And the whole story of boishas comes from a woman interfering with her husband's fight and embarrasses the other guy. But it says Achiv, uh, an Eved doesn't have Achva, and therefore he's not a brother. He doesn't get Boishas. It's not his parasha. There are Bonon, who disagree with Rabbi Yehuda, who say that you are Chai Boishas to the ma- master. He says that he still is your brother because an Eved Kanani is Chai in Mitzvah, like a woman. I guess he's a sister, you know, you're, you're his brother. But in that regard, he has Achva, and therefore there are Bonon hold you do have to pay. Share this. Now, according to Yehuda, Lachira, Adam Zoyimim, who are trying to get an Eved killed, they should not be killed because you can't do that. He's not a brother. So, Lachira, the whole sugya of Adam Zoyimim should not apply to an Eved Kanani, and therefore we wouldn't trust any of their testimony if they can't become Adam Zoyimim. But Rav Amar Avshesh says that the Pazak says, Viyarta Ramika Becha. That you have to get rid of all the evil amongst you. That would include even accepting Edoson and Eved, Kinani, and making them Zoymimim if they're lying. Now the Gemara says, according to the Rabbanon who are including an Eved Kinani in Achva, why can't he be king? The Gemara says, hold on a second. The same reason a Ger can't be king. The Pasuk says, Mikar Vachecha. The king has to be the Muvuchar Shabachicha. There are very special qualities to a king. Not everyone can, can be a Jewish king. In fact, the Gemara, according to that Banan, who include Eved as Achva, as a brother, and Eved should be Kashrila Eidos, because the Pasuk says, Vene Sheker, Haid Sheker, He's a brother, according to the Rabbanon, and Eved qualifies. So you have two answers. First one is given by Ula. He says that an Eved can't be an aid. And we'll learn a Kavachemer from an Isha. A woman also can't be an aid, but a woman is part of the Kahal. An Eved isn't even part of a Kahal, so he definitely can't be part of the Eidos. 
the Gemara tries challenging this Kavachimer because Lamaisa, a woman, doesn't have a so maybe that's why she's not able to be an aid. And never does. Yeah, but I look at a katan. A katan has a, has a brismila, and the katan is pasal edus. So the Eved will also be. Because he's not even in the kahal. Aye, a katan isn't chayv mitzvahs. Pashtos, because the father's mitzvah is the chinuch, not the son's. Never does have mitzvahs. So maybe he should be able to be an aid. No, what, the, the, the woman will prove that because she is chayv mitzvahs, and it's still pasal edus. So between katan and isha, it goes round and round. And the only Tzadashava we have between them is that both Evan and Isha, both Katan and Isha, don't keep all the mitzvahs. And they're proselytes. So, when Evan, who doesn't keep all the mitzvahs, only woman's mitzvahs, Zman Grama, only the ones that are not Zman Grama, will also be proselytes. In fact, the Gemara, one second, there's something else that they have in common that an Evan doesn't have. They're not an Ish. A katan is a child and a woman is not a man. And an evet is an ish. Maybe as an ish, he should be able to be an aid. So the Gemara says, now we can learn from a gazlan, who is a man. The gazlan is not allowed to be an aid. Aye, the gazlan has a very special reason why he can't be an aid. Because he's stealing from people. And evet didn't do anything to make him possible aidus. So the we have to use gazlan and... Either Isha or Katan, either one. Between the two of them, we can prove that you have to, that even as an Ish, and even as someone who's keeping partial mitzvahs, still can't be an aid. However, we have a second answer. Remember, Davina learns that an Evid can't be an aid from the Postal of Yomusu Ovois Albonim. Others shouldn't die on their sons. Meaning, that the aid was given that's going to cause someone to die shouldn't be by a father, by a person who doesn't have yichos of children, a.k.a. an Evan. And Evan's children aren't misyaches to him. If you just learn the Pasuk to mean the actual testimony of a son on a, to a father, just Pasuk Pshat, and the Pasuk could have just said, The Bonim tells me that an Evan can't be an aid. In fact, the Gemara... If that's true, then a ger also should be posleidus, because the ger also doesn't have a relationship to his father, to his, his previous his biological father. The Gemara says you're right, but there's a difference between the yichus limitations of a ger and an eved. See, a ger doesn't have yichus above from his parents, but his children are 100% his children, as opposed to an eved who doesn't have relatives in either direction. Eved can't be a an aid. Otherwise, we could have just learned that I have a choymer in the Pasuk. The Pasuk could have just taught me that a ger can't be an aid, and I would say, Kava choymer and Evid can't be an aid, because he has even less hijos. Since the Pasuk says, You must always albonim, just mashma, always people who don't have a hijos to their sons, meaning an Evid. A ger does have a yichus to his son, no. But an eved who has no yichus above or below, up or down the lineage, is pasal edus. But a ger who does have yichus down the line can be a kosher aid. So the Gemara says maybe the Torah could have written al avoy sehem. 
the, extra, the, the reason why it's formulated as ubonim lo yumosu alovos, which is mashma children who don't have yichus with their father, which sounds like a gear can't be an aid. Don't mean a dayik that, because the pasuk is just saying a symmetrical statement. It says that obvious al bonim can't be an aid in Eved. So it just flipped around. And we have a halachic shaila that came up and there was a machlik as how to pass and they tried to bring a ride from a, from a, a big mission over there. Here was the story. Rev Shmuel Bar Abba's mother from Hagrunya. He was married to Reb Abba. And Rev Shmuel's mother wrote some nechassim over to Rev Shmuel. Her son, she wanted him to have these properties. Now, she ended up dying before Reb Abba, her husband. And our small Bar Abba went to Reb Yermi Bar Abba to see if he could have these properties that his mother had left to him. So his brother, Reb Yermi, says, yeah, they, they go to you. Mommy left them to you. Reb Abba, the father, said, hold on, we have to make sure that it's Mama's yours, because the Chayra, I have a Raya, that it should be mine. He went to Rabbi Yeshua, went to Rabbi Yehuda, and he said that I heard from Shmuel that if a woman were to sell her Nixi Malug while her husband's still alive and her husband is able to eat the Paris of these Nixi Malug, so she's not allowed to sell it because her husband has a, has, a, has a stake in it. If the husband dies... They can take this property from those buyers. The, the husband, Mamish, has a stronghold in this property, so much so that it's not a valid sale. So the here, too, since the father is alive while the mother wrote it over to the son, the father has such a stronghold in this property that it should be his, not the son's. The mother didn't have the right to give it to the son. So when they said this to Rabbi Baraba, he said, no, no, no. I, I hear what small is dining, but the Mishnah says, like me, the Mishnah says that it goes to the son. The mother has the right to give over her property while she's married to the son. Mishnah says, a case of a father who takes one of his properties and says, son, I want you to have this when I die. So in the meantime, the father gets the payers of this property. The goof of it is the sons. So neither of them are allowed to sell this field. If the father tries selling it, then the second he dies, it goes to the son. It's not his. It's not his to sell. He was just selling the papers until he dies. But once he dies, it goes to the son. Now, here's the thing. If the son sells it, even though the father has a stronghold on the papers of this field, then the second the father dies, it becomes a valid sale. The son has the right to sell it because he owns the goof of it, even though the father had the papers. So now the question is, what happens if the son died before the father? He sells it and then the son dies. So the son never actually fully owned the property. The, the, when the son died, the father still had rights to the Paris. So we have a machlokes, a and In the case where the son dies, Shlokish says that it's exactly the same thing. It's a valid sale. The son was able to sell it even though he never had full possession. Why? Because the old Kenyan Peiros is not a Kenyan Haguf, which means that the son Mamash owns it. 
even when the father still ha- is still alive and still has the kidney bearer. So it's a valid sale. Rabbi Yochanan says that the buyers do not get a piece in this sale because since the, the son sold it while the father still owned the Kenyan Paris, it's not a good sale. He holds Kenyan Paris as mamish like a Kenyan Aguf. The father has a stronghold on it. So when the son tries selling it, he's not selling his own property. That's not a valid sale. So you could pull it out from the Lekuchas and the father can take it back. Now let's try to plug this into our case of the mother giving her nechassim to her son while, while her husband's alive. Husband has first dibs. The Gemara is suggesting that both according to Rabbi Yirmi Barabo and Rabbi Yehuda, whether you say it goes to the son or it goes to the husband, they're both going in shitas Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Yirmi Barabo learns if you hold that Kenyan Paris is like Mamish owning the thing, so the husband who has the Paris and his wife's property, Mamish owns it. When the husband dies, it'll go to the son. But if the son dies first, why was that a good sale? It wasn't the wife's to sell. The husband still owned the Paris, boy. So we have to be saying that Kenyan Paris is not Kenyan Agof. The fact that the husband was alive when the mother gave it to her small barabo doesn't change the fact that she was giving the goof of the property, her property, to her son. It's true, the husband had the Paris, but the Paris aren't the goof of the property. So now that the mother died, the sale is complete. It's mama's property of the son. The fact that, that the husband owns the Paris doesn't not make it the child's. Just like the son's sale was good in the Mishnah, even though he died before his father. The papers don't get in the way of the sale. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. The Behuda is trying to slug up this raya. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.